from the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs. This is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Chiefs. This is a special edition. We're going to go through uh, the news of the day. And the news of the day is the 53-man roster has been decided, at least its initial look. Uh, with quite a little bit of hubbub, we're going to go through some of the things that we found out early, uh, something that we had to find out after, uh, and evidently some things are just funny. How are you, I'm Chris? good. How are you? I'm just liking that you used hubbub. Uh, you know, it happens. I like Whatever works terms. for you. Um, At least you're not having to spell. Okay, so well, as long as you're happy. There's that. Right. Uh, okay, so uh, story of the day, probably. I think the biggest thing here is that uh, the Chiefs managed to get something out of Carlos Hyde in trading him to the Houston Texans, getting Martinez Rankin back, uh, a player that uh, I had ranked in the mid-tier when he was drafted. He was a third-rounder, uh, not a guy that completed his pre-draft uh, testing, so I don't have an athletic matrix on him, but uh, supposedly was a, a decent athlete in college, and the, the two tests that I do have on him is um, he did jump well in both the vertical and the standing long. So he's got some decent explosiveness, and I think he can play both uh, guard and tackle. Yeah, and B.J. Kissel just tweeted out that uh, they got a swing tackle. So maybe that's looking like their swing tackle. Um, yeah, you talk about big moves. Uh, cutting Jeff Allen was a surprise. I figured he'd be, back or he'd be here uh, this season, but it, obviously that's not the case. Uh, you know, it also looks like Hunter made the roster. I did not see that coming. Yeah, that's uh, an interesting. As one. offensive I, lineman, sorry, not DB, to be clear. Right, I was going to say you, you got to yep. differentiate. <laughs> um, but I do think Jeff can probably be back. I think he's one of the guys that we talked about last week. That if you have to do some of this back and forth with who's going to IR, who's not, you know, designating those things. Um, Jeff's a guy that you can release today and sign back either tomorrow in those moves or next week after the veterans uh, are no longer guaranteed in week two. So I, I do think he does end up back here just because uh, his experience level is probably something yeah, that still could coming. be. Uh, Breland speaks and Garrick Dieter on IR. Uh, IR for Dieter is not too is a little surprising, I guess I shouldn't I should say, because you look at his situation, you would have thought that he'd be back at some point this season. Uh, so the question is, is, is he going to be IR and stay there all year or is he going to be IR and, you know, injury settlement a little bit later? Uh, Breland speaks is not a huge surprise. It's a little disappointing, but I'm actually kind of glad that they're putting him on IR now because it means that they can't try to have him come back later this season. Right. He will get a full, you know, nine month recovery period before OTAs next year. Uh, that is probably the best case scenario for his longevity. Um, clearly he can't help this season. I think that's going to be okay, but I, I like, you would have loved to have him for the playoff run, I'm sure. Um, but there are other guys, um, that Agba made this roster because of it. Uh, and I think that that's impressive. Uh, they, they're going to use him and Jeremiah Ada Ocho together. Um, that's just the way that it goes. And yes, folks, I do say Ada Ocho because that's the way Jeremiah says his name. So I, I've gotten a lot of people telling me that. Uh, other folks think I'm wrong, but hey, out of the guy's mouth. That's well, and Otto Ocho made the team, which I was kind of surprised about. We thought he was gone considering he played, how much he played, uh, in the fourth preseason game. Um, you know, you also look at, uh, Tremont Smith is still on the roster, which that could be just because the Anthony Thomas is gone for a week. And you have to wonder if when the Chiefs signed him that they knew he would be suspended for a week. 
You know, it's probably tough when you're when you're coming back into the league and you've been out for a while. You know, um, those drug tests have a tendency to pop up, and you know, you're walking off the street, living your private life. Sometimes things happen. I don't think it's earth shattering, um, but if it could have been avoided, I, I think maybe there was a missed opportunity there. But in the meantime, uh, I think that is something that's going to help them, uh, even if he does have. To yeah, take but a it week also off. does tell you that they only have five wide receivers for the opening game at this point. So. Uh, not a huge thing, but kind of surprising at the same time. Yeah, especially for a game um, that is going to be warm. Uh, it's going to be very humid. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna see some some guys get wore out. Now, maybe not Miko Hardman because uh, he's been playing in Georgia for the last few years. Uh, maybe that's not going to bother him at all. But uh, some of the other guys, you never know. Um, just something to consider. Yeah, I don't think it's going to bother Tyree Kill, but we'll have to see how that works out. Uh, Sammy Watkins. Had a really struggled in camp when there was a lot of heat, so you have to wonder if that's going to affect him. But at this point, Kansas City is going into the opening week game without DeAnthony Thomas, without, uh, you know, Cody Thompson was waived, Rashard Davis was waived, uh, Jody Fortson, who Ryan broke the news on getting waived, which isn't a huge surprise he's getting waived, but sounds like he could be back on the practice squad. Yeah, that's what we expect. Uh, I, I do think that'll happen tomorrow. There's always an outside chance that uh, a waiver claim could come through. I mean, it does make an impression when you make a, a catch like he did the other night. So you, you can't completely rule it out. But without a waiver claim, I, I do expect him to, to re-sign with the practice squad. Any other moves that really stuck out to you? Um, the, right now, they only have four corners. Yeah, uh, rumor is they're working on that, but I'm very interested to see because I am surprised that Herb Miller's not on this roster currently. Now, that doesn't mean that you can try to make a trade, and if it falls through, try to sign him back, although he does have to go through the waiver process. And with the snaps that he played uh, with the twos, uh, I, I think he might be a reasonable guy that may get picked yeah. up. Uh, you know, you start looking at Herb Miller. I was surprised he is not on the roster. I was expecting him to be on the roster, but maybe they're going to get a trade done. They did get a trade done for Mark Fields. They sent him to Minnesota for a seventh-round pick in 2021, which isn't much, but it's still something for nothing. Uh, he was not going to be in Kansas City, so that's a good move for them. Uh, my boy Joey Ivey made it. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I figured you would be. Uh, beat out Justin Hamilton, who we've seen do some good things. Uh, I think Ivey, especially was it the Niners game where he, he really had a couple of nice flashes? I think that really worked out in his favor. Yeah, definitely did, and... You know, with him getting a chance, I don't know that he is going to be somebody that's really going to contribute much this year. But at this point, you know, him being on the roster, it's a good sign for moving forward. And another person they moved on from that is kind of surprising to me a little bit at least is Khalil McKenzie. Yeah, I have to say, I thought um, I thought that was going to be a, a real tough decision. I think uh, in getting the trade done with uh, Houston, where one of the things that you got was another lineman. I think that's that's what sealed his fate. Um, and I won't say this. I don't know that he put enough thing good things on film this preseason uh, that someone's going to come calling. So I think the Chiefs might have an opportunity to re-sign him to the practice squad as well and try to continue his development. Certainly could be, and we'll see if that happens. Uh, you would have to think that at this point there's going to be another move tomorrow at least. Uh, and I'm not talking about corner. I'm talking about Chad Hemi to IR. Uh can't imagine that they're going to keep him on their active roster at this point. No, I, I got to think that's coming as well. And so, again, some guys, like I said with Jeff Allen, that, that aren't here today could be back tomorrow. Uh, and the veterans definitely on day eight of the season when they are no longer uh, going to have guaranteed yep. contracts. 
Anybody else really stick out to you? Um, you know, I, I can see a lot of it. Uh, the Ryan Hunter thing, I think is interesting. Um, you have to wonder if that's just for a week. Uh, yeah, I have to wonder that too. And I, and nothing against Ryan Hunter. Again, I think he, he's another candidate for the practice squad. He needs to continue to develop. If you had to play him tomorrow, I think you're in trouble. Uh, I think they would much rather have Jeff Allen. I would rather have Jeff Allen. And I expect that's yep. what's going to happen. And just in case anybody's curious and hasn't seen my tweets or Ryan's tweets about this, I do not expect Kansas City to bring in LaShawn McCoy, and I hope they don't. <laughs> Nothing against him. And he may he may come here, and I can see one reason why, and I will I'll put it this way. What I saw in Buffalo at the end of, of when he was on the field I, did not impress me. It, it doesn't look like there's a lot left in his tank, if anything at all. But I will say this. He's familiar with concepts in the read offense. He's a good role model, and I think he can help teach what is a pretty young room. Yes, you have Damian Williams, uh, who's been around for a while. Should Damian go down and you have to uh, supplement with, with Darwin Thompson or Daryl? Uh, Daryl's got a little experience, but having somebody like McCoy in the room may actually be very helpful. It just seems like it's not something that can really help you on the field from his play, and with how tight this roster is, that that seems like it's a bit extravagant. Well, yeah, and the question is who would be going to bring him here because you don't – I wouldn't think that they'd want to get rid of the three running backs that they have ahead of him. And the other thing is is I can't imagine that he would step in and be a guy that they're going to want to take a bunch of carries. So at that point, is he going to want to come here knowing that he's not going to be a starter uh, and he's not going to probably get the ball a lot? Agreed. I, I would think he's looking for a job right. job. Which you would have thought maybe Houston would be a perfect place for him, but with the Carlos Hyde trade, maybe not. Well, and again, cheers to Brett Veach for getting 1.2 off of your books and getting a guy who can possibly grow into your tackle of the future. Yeah, maybe. And that's a, I mean, we'll have to see what Rankin ends up being for this team. Uh, it's possible he will end up being nothing. Uh, and I'm not trying to say anything bad against the guy. I don't know him. Uh, gotta watch and see how he plays. But it's still great getting something for nothing because there's no way that they're keeping Carlos Hyde. Uh, yeah, that's hey, it is what it is. So, real quick, let's run through it. Who do you think comes back to the practice squad? Um, besides Fortson, I think you have to look at Shermer. Um, maybe Shermer and Litton, to tell you the truth, just for uh, controlling their rights, at least for the time being. Um, Miller, definitely. Wade, definitely. Um, on down the line, I'm trying to look. Who is really sticking out in your mind? Well, I think we've already talked about this, but I think Fox is back on the practice squad, even though I think that's going to be surprising to some, but I think they'll bring him back um, because I think they really want to work with him. Uh, McKenzie, I think, could be a guy, obviously. Uh, Walker, maybe, although they're really deep at, at defensive line, so maybe not. Uh, you know, the, the bigger question to me is, is this really the roster they're heading into week one with? Because I could still see them, you know, making a move at tight end. I could still see them making a move like we mentioned earlier at, at corner. And that's a good point. Nick Kaiser, I think, is a, a practice squad guy. Um, I, I'm a little surprised Pace Murphy did not make the roster over Ryan Hunter. So I would, I would think he has got a, a practice squad shot. Um, Richard Davis and Custis, though, it might be a toss up, although, you're, I'm assuming that Cody Thompson is, is 
unless claimed, will will be probably the first practice squad. Yeah, I would imagine as well. Uh, I think that could be, you know, somebody that for the long term could work out well for this team. You know, you look at the rest of it, I would imagine they're only going to have five or six of their guys on the practice squad the first week. I would imagine they're going to be bringing other guys from other teams. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to know. They are in a position where I think three of their guys get cla- get claimed by somebody else. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Hamilton gets claimed. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if either of the QBs are claimed, although I really would be a little bit more surprised if Litton was claimed. Yeah, I have to say so as well, although we did just hear a little bit ago that uh, Drew Locke, former Missouri quarterback for the Broncos, is going to IR, and I don't think they have a viable candidate beyond him. So um, well, and they cut- in division, a chance to snatch somebody who's been with your rival, I would not put it past Yeah, well, and they cut Hogan too, so uh, they have to be looking at the waiver wire somewhere, and Shermer would not surprise me there. Uh, that really pissed me off, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um you know, look at the rest of them. I'm not really sure where they would go. I I really have a hard time believing that they're going to put Marshall on the practice squad, although I thought he looked good. The problem is, is you have so much young depth at running back. Um, are you really going to continue to try to, you know, develop somebody there? And, and quite frankly, I think there are other guys being cut around the league that uh, probably have uh, a better shot uh, or will be better backs overall. So, I expect a running back to be on the uh, practice squad just yeah, in case. Be. Certainly could be. Uh, you know, Ryan Hunter and Ottawa are still, still surprises to me a little bit. Um, I did not expect Hunter to be on the roster. And then especially with a trade, I really didn't expect Hunter on the roster. So. Yeah. I, I, and again, I, I feel like Pace Murphy outplayed him this preseason. That's just well, me. But at this point, Pace Murphy is a, is a tackle and they just traded for Rankin. Hunter's an interior player, so in that sense, it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, and then that's a fair point. I think that's likely what brought it down to. I just, I just look at when you cover versatility and you try to draft and bring in players that you feel can play multiple positions. Then, it, for me, it always comes down to who's the better yeah. player. But you may. Well, and then the other thing that you start looking at the offensive line is Murray not making the team, um, which. Three or four weeks ago when I was at training camp, he looked like the sixth or seventh lineman. So he fell off real quick. Yeah, it, and it happens. And sometimes it's not just what you're doing on the field. Um, sometimes it's what they can see you doing in the next two seasons on the field. And if there's somebody else that they feel that maybe isn't uh, surpassing you right now, but in that time frame may. Yeah, possibly. You know, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about, at least mention, the biggest trade of the day today. Uh, Jada Clowney going to Seattle. Yeah. Um, you know, in the NFC, the Seahawks are one of the teams that I pull for. Well, uh, lived there for a while, followed that team, and I, I can't help but feel like because of the investment that's going to have to be made into, into him, um, I think it's a shot in the dark. I, I don't know if that's going to work out. I didn't want him in Kansas City because I don't trust him to perform once he's. No, and that's fair. I just thought it was interesting because I think Houston got fleeced. Uh, I think Clowney is a better player than uh, most people are giving him credit for. I know they got a third round pick back and they're getting two players, but they didn't get good players back. I mean, they got players that I guess will help them, but man, you're getting rid of, rid of a guy that was one of your better players and you traded away an offensive lineman for a team that really needs offensive line. And, you know, that 
who knows what that says about Rankins uh, when it comes to Kansas City. But, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, good luck staying healthy this year. What? <laughs> Yeah, the big thing for me is and, and, I would have, I would have expected if they're trading Clanny away, they were going to do it getting help for their offensive line, and they didn't. Yeah, fix exactly. a hole somewhere else. I'm completely with you, um, and, and I feel for Deshaun Watson because he's had a rough go. And I have to say, and we can do a whole other show on this, folks. In fact, I might even do a little one on uh, on RGR that is more NFL related because this is a this is a sinkhole that we're not going to go into, but. The lack of a leader for the Houston organization right now, not having a GM, I think is troublesome, even if you're a Bill O'Brien fan. And, and I think this trade really illustrates that. Well, that trade and I think the Carlos Hyde trade uh, illustrates it a little bit more on a much lower level, I suppose, because Hyde was getting cut. Now, maybe Houston couldn't have got him, but Hyde was getting cut and they gave up a player that was a third-round pick in 2018. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that. And I know we're not, you know, I know we're not a Texans podcast, but this is a big thing for the AFC. I mean, I, I think that the Texans are going to struggle this year because I don't think they can protect Watson. Right. And a, and a week or two ago, I mean, when, when luck retired, my in, initial thought was the Texans were the next ones up. Um, you know, maybe they're neck and neck. Maybe they're the, because of the, what the Texans are failing to do. The Colts may end up still being in the driver's seat in that division. It's funny to me that you have no faith in Nick Foles, but I understand it. I have faith in Nick Foles and Chris Conley, I'll tell you that. I think those two are are going to hook up a lot. I don't trust the rest of it, and I think that defense is completely overrated at this point in time. Well, that could be, but they just gave Miles Jack a lot of Jack. That's exactly (laughs) my point. $60 million over four years almost. Good Lord. Last I checked, you're still a coverage linebacker. So, um, yeah, okay. Well, not anymore. Uh, looks like they're going to be paying a lot of money. Well, <laughs> Telvin Smith is gone too. So that's going to be an interesting thing to talk about week one is this new look Jacksonville defense, which we will get into next week. Um, we wanted to get this show out mainly about the roster, but there are a couple of things that we thought we should mention. So there you go. Uh, that is all I really have for today. Yeah. And folks, he- we are, uh, you know, post deadline here about an hour. Um, this is where it is right now. If something earth shattering happens, we will try to do another one. I'm um, going to spend some family time. So be on the lookout. If something big happens, we'll have some instant reaction for you as soon as we can. Uh, but let us know what you think at Locked on Chiefs on Twitter. Uh, give us your opinions on what has gone on and uh, what you think and needs to go And we will be on. back on Tuesday. Uh, thanks for your time. Right, Tuesday. No, uh, no holiday show. Enjoy yours. Uh, I'll enjoy mine, and we'll be back on Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you then. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Chiefs. Check out my work at RGR Football on YouTube, Chris's work on LockedOnChiefs.com, and all of Seth's film analysis at TheAthletic.com. Thanks for listening.